What's going on, everybody? Welcome into another edition of Cheers from the Press Box. I'm your host, Brennan Tassif, joined as always by my main man, Joe Dorville. What's going on, man? What's going on, my brother? And we also do have our producer, L. Greg, manning the Twitch fort. What's up, Greg? Hey, hey, hey. How you fellas doing? Oh, he sounds good today. He sounds great today. <laughs> a little more talking at it, Greg, today. <laughs> so, rundown of the show. We are going to get into the sports topics from the past week. We will start with the NFL, because that is still the big ticket item. It's then the we'll, big ticket. And we'll get into the uh, NCAA football. Um, we do have some bowl recaps, and I have a disheartening thing I want to talk about. We'll save it for a little later. <laughs> and then I have an uplifting thing to talk about. Yeah, there we go. And then we're going to get into NBA. The NBA season is back. There will be no walk-off today because Joe and I in the quick hits are going to actually do um, an end-of-year award segment, which we will break down a few different um, awards we have. It is called, what what were we going to call it? Cheers Cheers of the Years. That's it. Cheers of the Years. It's going to be our new thing, (laughs) like the turkeys of PTI. But let's get it started. Same way we do every week with the kickoff. Ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfect way to kick off. All right, Joe, I think you know what time it is. Uh, no, what time is it, Brennan? It's time for the Game of the Week! Game of the Week! All right, Game of the Week this week is going to be your Indianapolis Colts versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, this one turned into a bit Colts? of... Yeah, you're Indianapolis Colts. Okay, this, just check. Just check. this one turned into a bit of a, a nail-biter. It Ooh. was um, 24-14... to 14. Going into the fourth quarter, and then uh, Pittsburgh kind of turned on the gas. Joe, what would you yeah, take away from this game? Getting a little heavy, so actually, it was like twenty-four to three. If I uh, no twenty-four seven. Going, yeah, yeah. I, I was talking about going into the fourth. Yeah, um, Pittsburgh did Pittsburgh things, and Philip Rivers did things that I've only been reiterating for the past couple of years of yeah, uh, his San Diego this. career. Uh, for some reason, the guy will find himself. I, I I still can't figure out if it, is it San Diego that rubbed off on him? Did he rub off on San Diego? Because it's always going to come down to a late game situation. He's going to throw an interception when you least expect it, eh, when you most expect it. Now after like fifteen yeah. years, when you least but, need um, it but most expect it, at least need it but you most expect it. But um, no, I think I think this game came down to two halves. In the first half, the Colts had nineteen carries. You want to know how much carries they had in the second half, Brennan? Lay it on me. Seven carries. Can't win that one. Philip had 12 passing attempts in the first half. You want to know how much he had in the second half? Hit it. 23 attempts. And that set up the still curtain defense that I've been telling you about, even though they're short a couple guys, but TJ Watt came to play. He The team had five sacks, seven hits, so he dropped back more in the second half, and they got after him. Yeah, and that rushing situation in the first half, I was watching some of the statistics um, just like during the halftime. They had like what, like 14 yards or something stupid like that in the first half, like trying to rush the ball. The uh, Pittsburgh Steelers did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's they highest rusher ended up with like 20. Yeah, it was insane. And the Colts looked good in the first half. Like, looked Rivers like looked good. <laughs> yeah, and it it's just so bizarre because after the first half of this game, I remember thinking to myself, there's no way Pittsburgh is going to lose four straight after starting 11-0. That's never happened in the history of the NFL. Yeah. I, even though... 
I was the first one last week to be like, Ben looks old. He looks like he can't move. He looks like decrepit. And then in this game, he still looked very much like those things. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It seems like they're trying to sub out short passes for the run game. I think his longest completion. I mean, if you take away like two of the big attempts down the field, his longest Mm -hmm. completion uh, was like 12 air yards. If you take away the two big bombs that he had, Um, (laughs) but he did throw one for 49 and a half yards in the air. So, I mean, he's still has it but it's it it i don't know i don't know how the steelers team is going to do in the playoffs they um, their offense looks rough yeah at this point in the game we're we're clearly just looking ahead to how the playoffs uh are going to shake out and yeah i don't know how if you can't run the ball i don't see how they're going to do anything yeah well especially five with atten- what was it five attempts for 20 yards that uh Connor had and one touchdown it's like yeah. that is abysmal how do you not how are you the Pittsburgh Steelers and not establish a run game the, yeah, you- the place where Jerome Bettis was the place where Willie Parker was like that's your bread and butter they had 14 attempts for 20 yards total as a team can i can't I can't get over that. And then Ben again, 49, att- 49 attempts through the air. So like they're, they're trying to force it. <laughs> they're trying to, to, to get the ball down the field, yeah. but I don't know. I just, his arm, I, his arm is definitely going to fall off before the end of this season. Yeah. And I, 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 I don't trust. I, I like, like you said, I like the Pittsburgh defense um, and the Colts are, they had to win this game. The Colts are teetering on not making the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. That Jacksonville loss is going to come back to bite them in the ass at the end of the season because Jeez. they might miss the playoffs now because of that week one loss. Um, yep. And the Steelers are in the driver's seat still. They're going to be a third seed. Um, what are you thinking? You thinking they're going to rest everybody next week against the Browns? Cause they're not going to be able to get the one seed back. They can't get the one they're locked in no matter what. But I think if, no, I think that's if the Browns were to win last game, they could have fought for the division. Yeah, yeah if the so Browns would have won last week, yeah. Up the division. yeah, they might as well. They might as well rest up. Um, yeah, they look like they need to, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Anything else you want to talk about with this one? No, 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 no. Uh, I will say I'm mad that Jonathan Taylor didn't get more than like uh, five carries in the second half because he's on my fantasy team. And Aren't you about to win that? Aren't you about to win that? We'll get to that a little later. All right, we'll get to that a little, right, we'll that a little later. It's not, it's not jinx things. We're going to go from a quarterback that looked really old and decrepit to a quarterback that some would say looked magical in his <laughs> in his relief of Tua Tagovailoa. I'm talking about Oakland Raiders, Miami Dolphins, the Dolphins at, or excuse me, not Oakland. I still write Oakland in the oh, rundown. Oh, man, I wrote Oakland in the rundown. Miami Dolphins at the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm um, just going to become Wilbon. They're never not going to be I know. the Oakland Raiders to me. <laughs> yeah, they're never not going to be Oakland. It's never not going to be San Diego. Exactly. Um. So, Joe, do you want to do you where do you want to start with the apologies to me and to all the Fitz Magic believers? Well, I would and like the- you to apologize to <laughs> me, Brennan, actually, because a couple weeks ago we had a, a bit of an argument and I said, do you kick it immediately or do you go for the field goal and I keep said, playing the game? I you said, said kick it. Kick, you said kick it. I did. And you know what? This game will look a little different. If Josh Jacob didn't slide into second base for reasons that I cannot explain, yeah, you are right. just went in and got a touchdown. It's the fucking stupidity <laughs> going back to when Todd Gurley went and got a touchdown. And everybody was like, oh, you should have not gotten a touchdown. You fucking play defense. Play no, defense. If they would have got defense. in the touchdown, this situation would have not even been possible. 
Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Um, it, it, I was listening to something earlier today, and since John Gruden's been there in relief of Jack Del Rio, so for three years, the Oakland Raiders are in the bottom uh, quarter uh, for every defensive metric. Mm. Um, they're like 28th in yards allowed. They're like 30th in like passing yards allowed, points allowed. They're in the bottom. They're in the bottom like five in every single defensive category since John Gruden's been there. And I understand he's an offensive coach, but you know that's something you have to you have to work on is defense. They play defense too. I was just stoked to see um, Ryan Fitzmagic come in there, go nine of 13 for 182 yards and a touchdown and no time at all. Got that bomb while he was getting his face twisted off. Get his face ripped off. I know. And he threw that dime. I'm, I am I don't know what they should do though. Into broken coverage. Yeah, that's true. But I, because <laughs> we've talked about this and I, we both knew they were going to put in Tua. We both yes. called it. Fitzpatrick had a couple good games, a couple shitty games. It's the same thing with Tua. He's had a couple yeah, really. Go back and look at the tape. I said, just play Fitzpatrick for the whole season. Let you Tua did. have a richer. You did. And I, I said, they, they're definitely going to bring him in eventually because it's weird. It's almost like you want to do the Steve Spurrier thing, like sub him out, mm-hmm. like right before Fitzpatrick is about to throw that third crucial interception, <laughs> throw Tua in there, and then Tua can't get it down the field, so you throw Fitzpatrick back in there. But I, I think it's a weapons thing because Tua can throw the ball down the field. That's what he did so well at Alabama. I just think they need burners to get to get yeah, open. Um, this this game they didn't have Devonte Parker. He wasn't there, um, and that's I mean both of those guys uh, one of their favorite targets because he has he's probably the person with the most short hands. And I believe Preston Williams is still out. Uh, he's been out the last couple of weeks, so um, they didn't have some of their big play receivers down the field. So. They had a lot of short dink and dunk, and I, I don't know what it is. I mean, Fitzpatrick definitely has that I don't give a fuck mentality where he's going to whip it down the field no matter yeah. if it's Mac Hollins or Devontae Parker, whereas two it seems to play it a little more close to the vest, a little more reserved. But um, no, just like uh, Coach Flores said, you're going to have he's going to work this like a fucking bullpen. Like if yep. one of them's you're going to start with Tua, if Tua is not bringing it. Go to the go bring lefty in. So yeah, well, and that's the thing. Like you're talking about with Miami having depleted um, weapons. Like, listen to this: the Mike Gusecki, the tight end, four receptions. Uh, Jakeem Grant, five. Mike Holl- Mac, excuse me, Mac Hollins, two. Isaiah Ford, four. Like some of these guys you've never heard of. Lynn exactly. Bowden Jr. had two. Um, Durham Smith had to like, he's throwing to not throwing his, to nobody. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I mean, you know, like we've talked, like I've talked about ad nauseum before and walk-offs, you know, these are all great athletes, but still these aren't guys that have been with the team even from week one. I mean, mm-hmm. we know these guys can play. Like, I mean, look at on the other side of the ball, Nelson Aguilar, you know, was washed up. Everyone thought in Philly and then goes to the Raiders. And now he's one of their number one targets replacing uh, Amari Cooper. You but, just like hurting me, huh? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. But he does. You said this last week or the week before. He's so, he he looks good out no, there. I miss him now. I miss yeah. him. But I mean, Deshaun Jackson did catch like an 80. Oh my God. Did you see day, that? So whenever thought, the two games a year he's healthy, it's I really know. good to look at. I draft him every year in fantasy and he always has one game where I'm like, yeah, suck it. And then he's out the rest yeah. of the season. 
Um, did you have, so we're going to talk about this a little bit later, but I b- believe with this loss, the Raiders are out for their playoff hopes out in Miami. Playoff. Playoff yeah, hopes were dashed. Miami is teetering. Miami's fate for the playoffs does not rest solely in their own hands, though. No, they need a lot to go down, but I think they're in good position. We'll get to that a little later, though. Yeah, we're going to talk about that a little later. Next game coming up, my Los Angeles Rams <clears throat> got... I don't want to say trounced by the Seattle Seahawks, but they got beat up pretty good. And this was disappointing. They got beat up for sure. Yeah. Russ cooked on them. The defense. Yeah, I mean. Was he just flipping burgers at the local IHOP? I don't know if he was cooking five stars. No, he definitely wasn't cooking five stars. (laughs) But that that touchdown that he threw was in the second quarter. Excuse me, in the third quarter. That was kind of the dagger. Because at that point, it was 6-6. Um, in the third quarter. And I was kind of like, all right, this is a game because everyone knows who listens. I've been on the Rams all year. Um, and after that Jets loss, <clears throat> I Shoot. just, I, I know we talked about this last week, but even with that loss, they still had a 90% chance of making the playoffs. But now to lose to the Seahawks, they have to win next week or they're out. There's no way they can yeah. win or they, there's yeah. no way they can get in. Golf and it's going to be really difficult because Goff is not going to be there, as you were just about to say. He broke his thumb on a uh, pass, popped it on somebody's helmet, yeah. popped it back in, which was a gangster uh, move. Yeah, a little gangster. It kind of reminded me of uh, Tiger popping his leg back in. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. It's always a, it's odd. Ah. Well, and it's funny, too, because Goff doesn't come off as like a Brett Tough Favre, guy. Peyton Manning, mm-hmm. Iron Man kind of guy. He's just... He looks he looks like a like a weirder version of Ryan Gosling. So to watch him mm-hmm. pop his thumb back into place, I was like, all right, go get you some. Yeah. Um, no. True story of this game, though. It looks like the Seattle Seahawks, uh, Pete Carroll, is gonna revert to his old ways. Like you said, Russ didn't really cook. Russ had a good game, but he wasn't really cooking. It looks like they're gonna try and revert back to the run first, play with defense. The defense is looking a lot better. Defense is looking significantly better now. Jamal Adams at one point said best defense in the league. Uh pump the brakes yeah, on that. Mr. Yeah, pump the brakes on that, Mr. Adams. But yeah. They are playing a lot better for sure. I still think the defense on the other side is a lot better because they did get after Russ. They had five sacks, eight quarterback hits, made them a lot uncomfortable. Uh, I got a stat here that's going to might blow your mind. Hit me with uh, it. Russ it has been sacked 45 times this year. Oh, wow. Tied for second with, do you want to guess? Tied for second with Lamar Jackson? No. Oh, Carson Wentz? No. Oh, then who? Deshaun Watson. Do you want to know who they're behind? Yeah. Carson Wentz. Okay. I knew Carson Wentz was the most sacked <laughs> Carson quarterback. Wentz still That's why. Has, has been sacked five more times in them. Hasn't played in the last like five games. <laughs> Wait, legit five more times? He's he's at 50. Oh, they're both at 45. I thought you meant five times more. No, I was no, like, no, so no, wait, no, he's no, been no, sacked no. like 130 no, times? No, no, Brandon, come on. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh, man. Yeah, this game, uh, Seattle looks good. Uh, I am very worried about the Rams. I really, just with the window that they have, like we talked about a hundred times, they have this year and next year, and then they're going to have to do some maneuvering with that cap space. They don't really have any draft picks. I just hope that they can make it happen. Do the Rams need to have a Wentz conversation? A what conversation? A Wentz conversation. Should they start (laughs) looking to bring someone else in? Because it doesn't look like Goff can... I mean, he's serviceable, but he's not going to take this team to where it needs to get to. 
To be honest with you, I think Sean McVay's ego is too big to let that happen. I think he paid uh, Goff. Goff's his guy, and he's gonna he's gonna prove to everybody he can turn Goff into a Super Bowl winning quarterback. That's what I think. Okay. I mean, dude, if they could get Darnold or Wentz or just Haskins, maybe we'll get one of these guys that is kind of fallen, you know, in poor favor with their current team, then yeah. I, I would love to see what that would look like. Matt but, Ryan, maybe. Oh, dude. Oh, mm. you know who they should get? Mm. My man out of Detroit, Matthew Stafford. Detroit. That would, that would be, be that, that would be, be something. Him, Cooper Cup, Robert Oh my Woods, God. Higby, Everett. Yeah, that that's uh, I mean anybody who goes with those, with that crop is yeah. going to be in good hands. Market here, ladies and gentlemen, everybody listening, Matthew Stafford will be a Los Angeles Ram. I don't think that's going to be true, people. Oh, no, I, I just said market. It's a market. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. One more round. So, Brett, in this this one more round is going to be all about my fantasy situation. Okay. So, Friday night, for 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 reasons I can't ascertain, Friday, the NBA's day, Christmas, the NFL decides to have one game. That was so bizarre. It's the bizarrest thing at four thirty in the afternoon. The, the most insane thing I've ever seen. Uh, Vikings versus New Orleans. I got Kirk Cousins on my fantasy team. I have two fantasy quarterbacks, but I had because I dropped once. Got Cousins and I got Baker Mayfield. I'm like, Cousins is going against the top defense in the league. Let me sit him on the bench. Baker's about to go up against the Jets. I'm gonna ride that out. Friday night. Every receiver on the Browns gets put on COVID contact tracing. I don't, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a little brash. I'm like, you know what? He could dump it off to some of his running backs. He could dump it off to the tight ends. He'll be fine. The Browns lost to the Jets. How the hell do you lose to the Jets? Two weeks in a row, the Jets get a win. Jets I'm have some young talent. I'm confused. I'm, that's all I got to say. That's all I wanted to say. I just okay. want to be mad about fantasy. All right, he had sixteen points. Yeah, it was. It was It was bad. It was. How'd they it lose? was bad. How did they lose? <sighs> Makes no sense. Hit it was it, bad. One more round. All right, the game I want to talk about one more round is going to be Carolina versus your Washington football team. A couple of things. Washington is fighting for a playoff berth. Definitely not you, my Washington football If team. you watched this game, you would think Carolina was the one fighting to, for their playoff lives. Yeah, Carolina yeah. played outside of their minds. Um, they looked like they had something to prove. They're 5-10. and 10. They're well, not well, making the playoffs, but um, they they. Played like they they were fighting for the playoffs. Washington looked disinterested. That defense, everybody knows, is of great up and coming defense. I think it's five or six first round picks that are in that front seven. Um, so Washington is going to be a team not to trifle with moving forward, probably in the NFC East. But right now they don't have a quarterback. First round <laughs> pick Dwayne Haskins cut today by the team um, was stripped of his captaincy uh, earlier this Say week. Again, Find- he was stripped of his captaincy. He was stripped, stripped. of his captaincy. Didn't even mean to do that. Um, <laughs> yeah, earlier this week, fined $40,000 by the team and then uh, cut. Now, this is 
we were talking about this before we started recording, but when we were live on Twitch, like you said, he's, he's a Washington kid. A lot of people wanted to see him do well. Yep. Uh, I've been saying now with the Justin Fields situation, Dwayne Haskins, Tyrod, Ta- um, Terrell Pryor, I meant to say, uh, not Tyrod Taylor, Terrell Pryor, the Ohio State Cardell quarterbacks. Jones. Yeah, Ohio State uh, quarterbacks don't translate to the NFL. And I'm not even. one with a couple of initials. Yeah. Uh, JB Barrett, JT Barrett. JT Barrett, yeah, JT yeah. JT Barrett. Um, did he even get drafted? No, he did not. I'm okay. not going to uh, um, say anything about his character. I don't know the guy. Uh, you can listen to Booger McFarlane's rant. Poor decision the, making, I'll say. In the, the pregame. Yeah. Well, that happens when you, you've got the best wide receivers on the field in most games that you play in the Big Ten, and you're one of the biggest, strongest athletes on the on the entire field. Like, yeah, you can make bad decisions and recover from it. No, it doesn't I poor decisions like outside of the field. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Strip picture. Club, no mask. Yeah, the, 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 Probably the picture. Probably not the yeah, situation. I, I don't know. I it's going to set this franchise back a little bit. You can't take someone in the first round, uh, especially someone you think is going to help mold your franchise, and then just cut them like that same year. The you know within a year, two years. Yeah, yeah, within eighteen months. It's it's. I don't know. It's it's crazy. I I think this team's going to be okay in the long run, but Carolina. What about Carolina? Carolina. I was. I think at the halfway mark, I had Carolina as my team that is going to look better than their record would be. Yeah. For no, sure. I still feel that way. Matt Rule knows what he's doing. Hit it. One more round. So, as the game I alluded to earlier, New Orleans versus Minnesota. Yeah, you again. threw me off. I thought you were going out of order earlier. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was just so angry about Baker's performance. But I had to set it up with the uh, this game was on Friday. So, New Orleans. Sorry. I'm... I'm let me start up. So Sean Payton, I guess, apologized to Alvin Kamara for all those weeks of giving away his touchdowns to Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill. And he gave them not one, not two, <laughs> not three, not four, not five, but six touchdowns tying the NFL record for most rushing touchdowns. In the Remind game. me of LeBron James and Dwayne Wade out on that, that uh, now, introduction to the Heat. <laughs> Now, funny stat. I don't know if you're aware of this, and I was made known, made aware of this by one Marcus, uh, listener of A New Low. Marcus, he doesn't listen to this show because apparently he doesn't like us. Um, did you know that this is only Alvin Kamara's third 100-yard rushing game? No, I did not know that. That was insane when that I heard this. That is a crazy this. stat. He had one... Wait, did he have? Yeah, I believe he had one his first year, one his second year, none his third year, and this is his fourth year. This is his third 100 yard rushing game. Wow, that perplexed me and floored me. I did not see that coming. But New Orleans has locked up the South. Um, that sounds weird. Uh, they have locked <laughs> up the <laughs> NFC South, and uh, they are gonna be in the playoffs. Uh, Breeze didn't look great. Didn't have to. Um, if that defense shows up and this running game shows up, they'll be in good position. And that's yeah. that's what you need in the playoffs. That's all you need. One more round. All right, last one more round. I've got San Francisco 49ers defeating the Arizona Cardinals. I put this on here uh, just because Kyler Murray had 50 attempts again. Uh 
hurt himself. He had a lower leg injury. That's all they're saying is a lower leg injury, but he should be uh, right for the game uh, next week. That's the thing. We talk about this all the time with mobile quarterbacks. Um, Problem with having a mobile quarterback is they are subject to getting lit up a little bit. Uh, George Kittle was back for the 49ers. I am blown away by this 49ers team as much as they've been decimated (laughs) by injuries. Annoying me with the games they win. Yeah, exactly. So the Cardinals had to win this game to stay alive in the playoff chase. And San Francisco was like, no, we're, we're all right. We're, yeah. we're, we're going to take you out. They're not going to make the playoffs, the the 49ers. But like Joe said, like they keep winning these games. You think they're going to lose and they keep losing these games. You think they're going to win. You know, they could be decimated by injuries and win. And then they could get a bunch of guys back and lose. Like they've been so up and down, but yeah, they beat as, the Rams with twice this year. Yeah, I want to say twice. <laughs> As anybody listening knows how I feel about the Cardinals and Kyler Murray. Uh, Loves them. <laughs> take that. Your playoff hopes are dashed. Next year, we will have the number one quarterback. So all this talk about like, oh, well, your expectations should be tempered tempered because Kyler Murray is the number one quarterback and Gardner Minshew is a six-round pick. Well, next year, when we get Trevor Lawrence, we're going to be the Arizona Cardinals, but we're going to do it better right here in Duval. Yeah. I bailed good. on that Duval, right? Real quick. <laughs> bailed on that. All right. All right. Moving on. That is the NFL recap. That is, we are going to go now to the NCAA football. NCAA. Joe, do you have, um, I wanted to do a little bit of a bowl game recap. You got anything going on? Do it. Um, I just want to say some of the funnier names. Uh, so the RL Carrier Bowl. That's the one you're in, right? RL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Yes, sir. That is the R one I was in. Plus L Carrier New Orleans Bowl. Georgia Southern, who beat FAU earlier this year, beat Louisiana Tech 38 to 3. Uh, the Boca Raton Bowl. What a name. Hang on. Wait a second. Wait. Do you see it? Can you see it? Um, oh, hey, look at that. You mean this, this, this bowl game? Nice, nice, nice. Um, he pulled down his jersey for the folks not watching. Oh, yeah, uh, sorry. Roofclaim.com, Boca Raton Bowl. Love the name again. My home BYU stadium. BYU beat uh, UCF 49 to 23. Just real quick, uh, don't mean to interrupt, but I do kind of mean to interrupt. This is a this is definitely a, a big game for Coastal Carolina, correct? Oh, yeah, I'm about to get to that one. Okay, the fact that BYU smashed UCF. Oh, no, yeah. that's what I'm saying. The fact that because remember, uh, Coastal huh, Carolina, yeah. the only game that they that. played out of conference was BYU beat BYU. But everyone was like, no, they're nobody. They're nobody. And then BYU goes in and smashes who UCF. UCF? Who is UCF? Honestly. I know, but I mean, but we'll I'm, get to it. In a second. All right. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. The last two I wanted to get to was the Camila Bowl. I don't know why that's called that. And also, it's not in New Jersey, folks. It's in Crampton Bowl. It's in the Crampton Bowl in Montgomery, Alabama. Buffalo beat Marshall 17-10. And the Cure Bowl. Uh, Brendan, you know what happened in the Cure Bowl? No. Let me know. Liberty University, coached by one Hugh Freeze, who loves his prostitutes, <laughs> um, beat Coastal Carolina 37-34 in OT. Oh, they lost? They God lost. damn it, man. They lost their bowl out of conference in OT. Yep, yep, yep. Shit. Well, there goes that. Yeah. How do you beat BYU and then, and then lose, lose to Liberty? Liberty. Yeah. No, Hugh freezes Liberty. How do you feel about the uh, chalk going into the playoff? Um, It's going to be you, Alabama versus what's his name? Clemson. Clemson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I hope Clemson win because I always hope Clemson wins. Yeah. You know, I hate Damo. 
Dabo. I like Dabo. the kids, and I hate Nick Saban more. Yeah, that's true. I feel the Just same way. Upcoming bowl games, we got Oklahoma State going against your Miami Hurricanes in the Cheez-It Bowl. That'll be on Tuesday at 5.30 Eastern. I'll watch that for both of us. Um, <laughs> and I did want to have a somber, very sad time. Uh, so FAU did, for the first time in school history, FAU lost its bowl game. FAU's never lost a bowl game. We were 5-0 and going into this game. And we lost to the Memphis Tigers, who is the team that we originally beat in the very first bowl game at RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. We beat the Memphis Tigers. Well, they came back for revenge in the Montgomery Bowl. We 15 lost. years later. It wasn't, hasn't been 15. <laughs> it's been close. It's been like 12. Um, <laughs> but I was going to say 10, but I was like, I think it's a little more than 10. No, yeah, it is a little more than 10. But uh, we, uh, it was disappointing because um, when Taggart got there, I thought, you know, it's not going to be Lane Kiffin, but maybe he'll keep us afloat. Maybe, you know, we'll still keep rolling. And we, the year started out pretty good. And then we lost the three, we lost the last three games. So we lost to Marshall who was ranked at the time, like 14th or 19th, something like that. And then we, you know, won the next two and then we lost three in a row and then, you know, or excuse me, two in a row. And then we lose the bowl game. So it's kind of shitty. Uh, we've never lost in a bowl game before. So this is kind of weird territory. Now we're just like every other shitty team that plays in shitty bowl games. <laughs> a lot of I still love you, FAU. I bleed red, white, and blue. <laughs> Well, it's Brennan uh, as a sour end to the season. I got a positive outlook to my season because probably the best quarterback Miami's had, this is a sad thing to say, but probably the best quarterback Miami has had since Ken Dorsey, uh, De'Eric King, who I want to say is 33, if I check his birth certificate correctly, is coming back to the University of Miami for another season. Uh, they were 8-2 and two this year. Bit of a disappointment, but also pretty solid. Really, the only disappointment was losing that game to North Carolina as much as I hate them. Um, and also, that means we're going to get to redshirt five-star. Wait, is he a five? Yeah, he has to be a five-star. Five-star recruit out of California, Jake Garcia, who had a quite a journey to get to the University of Miami. Uh, are you aware of any of this kid's journey, Brennan? No, go ahead with it. He was like a top recruit. I believe he was supposed to go to USC at one point, but then COVID happened and he did. He could decommitted COVID happened and uh, LA is not going to California is not playing any high school sports. So one of his parents, his parents get like a legal separation. One moves to Valdosta, Georgia. He then moves to Valdosta, Georgia, and they establish residency so that he could play high school football in Georgia. There you and go. then he gets recruited by the University of Miami. This is like some commits. Friday Night Light shit. Some crazy, yeah, it's like some weird mailbox at the end of the road type shit. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. You said this really guy's thirty three, Dear King. Pierre, you know, he's like 24, 25. Or oh, I was like actually <laughs> was like joking. looking up his birth. Yeah. No, I was like legit looking it up. I was like, wait, it just says senior doesn't list his age. No, but he's had like, uh, I think he had a medical red shirt. He had a and he had like two other red shirts. OK. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can get medically white shirted, which is where like, white shirted. Yeah. yeah you told the, me about the, the red shirt. Yeah. We've already been over this, but uh Okay, so that is an uplifting story. Hopefully my Florida Atlantic Owls will come back next year and beat the shit out of the Miami Hurricanes in some weird, obscure bowl game. That'd be fun. Robin, what? What just happened? Why'd you take me out? <laughs> Why'd you sidesight me? Don't, don't dare bring up that other team's name. I will fight you. Okay, I will not. Um, <laughs> moving on, we're going to get out of football right now. We're going to go to the NBA. Joe, I don't know if you're aware, but the NBA season started. The NBA is back. It's back, baby. Christmas games. 
were a plenty in your stocking, along with football, like Joe said, which was really fucking weird. So bizarre. First thing I want to talk to you about, we already referenced him. You know, Haskins was trying to do his best uh, Harden impression. <laughs> what do you think about the Rockets' bumpy start so far? Um, it's been it's been weird to watch because their first game was postponed, uh, making it the first postponed game because of some COVID protocol situation. Yeah, that was weird. Um, Boogie. Boogie, John Wall, uh, Kenyon Martin's son, all were in the same place, I guess, getting a haircut or whatever. And then the Kenyon Martin's son tested positive. So they had to quarantine. I still don't think Wall and Cousins played, and they've gone on to play their second game today against my Denver Nuggets. My Denver Nuggets won that game. Thank you. Um, you mean um, Kenyon Martin's son, Kenyon Martin? Kenyon Martin's son, Kenyon Martin Jr., yes. Um <laughs> I wanted that joke so bad. I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, and uh, I mean, uh, Harden's been playing well, but he's Yeah, came still back and dropped 44. Hey, 44, Haskins, yeah, you want to know what you do game. if you go to the strip club? Come back and drop 44. Yeah, Nobody's going to care. Nobody will care. Bench for, well, he got bent for Heineke. Yep, Heineke Trevor got bench at Old Dominion. I was to say Old Dominion's quarterback. That's um, not what you do. Did Old Dominion beat Virginia Tech? Yeah. Or Virginia? Oh, I, you got me on that. Damn, I hope it's Virginia Tech. Now I can say, suck it, Kyle. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I, they, they're 0-2 now. Uh, I don't know what it looks like for the Rockets going forward. But yeah, Harden's still making it known that he wants to get the F out of town. Yeah, definitely. I wanted to, um, I know, uh, I actually really want to bring up this next point that you have listed. But the, um, did it. you see that, speaking of like, did you see the Clippers game? The oh. Mavs Clippers game? <clears throat> Uh, I was at work, you'll say, but I did get a notification that the, uh, the Mavs are up by 50. And I was like, yeah, at the half, this yeah. has to be some type of typo. What? 124 to 73 was the final score. And then, yeah, it ended up being a 51 point game. Um, uh, for those that don't know, Kawhi was out. Kawhi is getting stitches in his mouth after getting an elbow from Serge Ibaka, who's on his team. Um, yeah, so. Really odd. But uh, yeah, Paul George, time to step up to the big lights. You've been talking a whole lot of shit this offseason. I believe he had like 15 points for the game. It's like, uh, you might want to make your imprint known, sir. Yeah, when we've Kawhi's been saying that this whole there. time. So, yeah, it's it's weird looking at some of these standings. <laughs> like the Nuggets are one and two, but they they got the Rockets. The Rock, like you said, the Rockets are 0 oh and 2. These are so The bizarre. first game we lost was... Hawks are 3-0. and 0, like, Hawks looking good, man. Hawks Hawks is going to take a big step this year. They were I looking good so. towards the end of last year with Trey and John Collins, um, Kevin Herter. Uh, what about the Warriors? What do you think they're going to do this year? What do you think the Warriors are now? I, I don't... I think the Warriors... I think the Warriors on the outside looking at man. Uh, no Clay Thompson. No KD, obviously. Um, John James, James Wiseman is yeah. the rookie they picked up. He looks okay, but Steph out there all alone. Draymond is out currently, but even when he comes back, it's not like he's going to provide a dearth of offense. They went and got Kelly Oubre Jr. And can I say for these juniors in the league now, this is going to be a little divisive, but understand you're you're honoring your father, but. If your dad wasn't in the league, I don't need a junior on the back of the jersey. I'm not going to confuse you with anybody. <laughs> All right, I'm not going to be like, oh, is that? Ke-? No, it's not Kelly Oubre from back in the day. Hey, I'm not going to confuse you. 
Speaking of Kelly Oubre, there's a very good episode of Brennan Tassif is your ex drinking buddy where Daisy Tackett talks about picking Kelly Oubre up oh, yeah, at a that, party. That is right. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Um, I do remember that. But what do you uh, think they're going to. Yeah, because they can't, without Clay, they lose the majority of their. With Draymond Hurt and Clay out, they're going to lose a lot of their defense. A lot of the defense and a ton of their offense. Um, is Wiggins still on this team? Wiggins still on the team, but Wiggins has never really been that good. He's never well, been that transcendent. That's the thing is like he can pop up and shoot, but then like what are you going to do? You're going to give Wiggins the ball and tell him to go create? They tried that in Minnesota. Exactly. It didn't work out exactly. too well. There's a reason he's there. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> there's a reason he's not on the team that drafted him. And who else did they go out and plus get? 10 plus years. Um, <clears throat> I can't remember who else. They oh, yeah. Jeremy got. Lin. But he's still, is he still he's in China? Still, uh, yeah, I think he's still having some paperwork issues. All right. Um, and everybody yeah. knows best team in the NBA right now, the Brooklyn Nets. Um, one of, uh, for sure. Uh, hey, Brennan, uh, look, we don't have to like him. We right? don't like him. <laughs> we do don't mean? have to like, no, not him, them. Oh, I had man. issues with the two of them. Right? The <laughs> one with the burner and the we one gonna with the see. burning sage. We gonna see. Uh, but they are damn good, man. Kyrie and KD uh, are a solid one-two punch. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie got hurt the other day. Karis LeVert is really solid off the bench. Joe Harris provides good deep threes. Yeah, they're deep. They're super um, deep. They're super deep, man. Uh, pause. Um... But yeah, uh, the, only, the only thing I'm confused is why the heck is DeAndre Jordan even on this team if he's only going to play like 15 minutes a game? It's the most bizarre thing ever. Isn't he friends with KD? Yeah, that's the only reason he's on the team. They have a better center. Yeah, uh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, I was, um, yeah oh, you took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> Who are you going to play in crunch time? You're going to play Jared Allen in crunch time. Yeah, exactly. I don't know why DeAndre's literally getting paid like 10 mil just for being the homie. That's so he, big bro right he, there. I'm say, he looks at Durant and he says, yo, put up big bro. <laughs> That's uh. big homie. <laughs> oh, man. All right. You ready? Let's do it. Let's move it on. You'd be surprised how quick. And- quick. Name hits. Quick hit. All right. Time for quick hits. This year we are... Did you mean to put this thing up here at the very yes. top? Yeah, yeah. We forgot to talk about that. Greg had asked me a question. I think it was on Friday or it was the Thursday Twitch. He said, if you could pick your walk-up song, what would you pick? Okay. All yeah, right, we so can we're get gonna, to that before we get to the cheers of the year. Yeah, for sure. So we'll do we'll do one quick hit before we do cheers of the year. Um, what's yours? Go ahead, Joe. Um, I'm going to probably go with, okay. So if I'm in the MLB, I'm a power hitter. I'm a masher, you know, big frame, six foot two fifty ish when I'm good. Uh, so I'm swinging for the fences. I'm, a, I'm, I'm essentially Joey Gallo. Um, put me at first base. I'm just stand there like a statue. Um, so I'm gonna go with power by Kanye West. Okay. No one man should have all that power. So it's a, it's a oh, nice, I do like that song. Yeah, it's a nice bah, bah, little bah, 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 bah. little anthemic, you know, get yeah. up to the bases, knock one out. Um, there is one song and one song only that I come up to whenever I am allowed. Either that or ends in Paris. Okay. Just to make everybody uncomfortable. <laughs> that would be super uncomfortable. Um, Godzilla by Eminem. That's what I come up to mm. on at, at shows. When they ask me if I want to come up to a song, it's always that song. I just like the way it starts. It's intense. And as everyone knows, Kim is the greatest love song ever. Eminem is a great poet of our generation. So that would be Godzilla by Eminem. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
All right. Now we are going to get to cheers of the year. Next year, we're going to have a sounder for this. Yeah, some Benny Hill music in the background. All right. Uh, How do we want to do this? You want to just read them and then we go back and forth one for one? Yeah, we could do that. You go first. All right. First award for the year is favorite comeback. Favorite comeback. I'm going to take us back to a time where we were watching baseball. Game four. Rays come back in the ninth off of Chris Taylor's miscue in the middle of center field. I was, I believe we were doing the second Hamilton rewatch. Greg's eyes lit up. I'm like, what is Greg looking at? And Greg's like, he scored or did it. Uh, uh, and we all just looked. We had to all turn our TVs on. And it was like, what the heck are we watching right now? Comedy of errors. The Rays win game four to tie the series 2-2 in the World Series. That was thrilling. I remember that. I had trouble with some of these because of recency bias. And I always make fun of everybody else about recency bias. Mm. And then I had some trouble with this. So <laughs> I'm going to take you back to a time we're going to go Two back to ago. week five in the NFL. <laughs> no, 12 weeks ago. Um, week five, um, the Dallas Cowboys are down to the New York Giants after the first quarter. Um, Dak Prescott goes down with a horrific injury, and then Dallas mm. fights back. They weren't down for very long. They ended up uh, winning the game, but they it was a comeback. They were down by two scores going into the second quarter, um, end up winning that game, scoring 21 points in the second quarter alone. Um Without Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott, they lost for the year. I put that in there because that was, I thought that was really cool. Uh, their starting quarterback went down and they still rallied around uh, Andy Dalton, the Red Rocket, and won that game. That's pretty solid. Also, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was going to say, I've got more than one for this. I got more than one too. Yeah, all right, you're next. We'll all volley right, it back say, and forth. My second one is going to be, uh, obviously, the Denver Nuggets and Greg's bet coming back from 3-1 to take the Clippers and send them packing. Um, Let's go. Beautiful. That was a good one. I won a lot of money off that. Alex and Greg Smith. lost a lot of money, which was great. Alex <laughs> Smith is my uh, is my next one for favorite Solid. comeback. Solid. Coming back after that horrific leg injury to start. Um, he's out again because of an injury, but we'll start next week. So Alex Smith. You are my number one favorite comeback of 2020. Solid. I think he's your number two, but okay. Uh, the next one is your favorite virtual event this year was obviously weird because of the pandemic. Uh, things couldn't be take place like they normally do. So I was wondering what was your favorite virtual event? Um, I think it's pretty obvious for me. It was the NFL draft. I thought... Um. Yeah, with the shortened amount of time that they had to get everything together, um, you know, talking about canceling the televised version of the draft, I think it really came together in a in a, in a great way. Yeah. Um, also, that was like the start of. A, yeah, that's true. You didn't even know what I was going to say. I was agreeing with you. <laughs> I was just say that was the start of a like a 10 week run where me and my buddies uh, all would get on zoom pretty much like every Friday and just like, definitely didn't see you say that. Yeah. I was like, that was the start of the digital era with, the, oh, no. with all the zooms and stuff. That's so I was like, yeah, I'm going to get right. Up. I'm going to, I'm going to jump up. Yeah. Uh, right before uh, we'd go on the Friday night AD and L Zoom, uh, we would do we'd play games. That's actually where I first learned about Jackbox. And then I started doing a trivia night. So that was uh, 
that the draft was the first time we were like, hey, let's all get together on Zoom from our other locations and just kick it for a bit. But my second one would be one that I watched for a short time, but was very fun and funny. Uh, No one's going to remember it because it was like a one day event. But um, the NBA had a horse competition (laughs) via Zoom Oh, really? We got to see some guys' houses. Uh, oh, Tons yeah, I forgot about that. was a part of it. Paul Pierce was a part of it. Trey Young. Um, some WNBA players were a part of it. I think Chris Paul was a part of it. Um, yeah, but it was fun. It was something that killed like 30 minutes or to an hour one day. So, yeah, it was beautiful. Good content. At that time, it was either that or when the NBA players were playing video games, which I I did not watch, watch that. I, I refused was, I to watch, watch that. a second of that. So no. All right, moving to the next topic. The next award is your favorite feel good moment of the year. I think we're gonna have some overlap again. We might have some crossover. Go ahead. Sarah Fuller makes a field goal. Yep, that's definitely yep. on my list. Had to be top of my list. Top yeah. of my list. That is after the week. Well, like two weeks before because they had to cancel their next game. But after the week where everybody's building it up and then nothing happened because of the ineptitude that was the Vanderbilt offense that yeah. couldn't get into field goal range or make a touchdown. Um, two weeks later, Sarah Fuller gets a field goal in and uh yeah, smile was, comes over my face. Yeah, it was beautiful. One of what I put down, um, you've already alluded to, but one of my favorite feel good moments. Everyone knows how much I love the underdog. So uh, it was the Denver Nuggets beating the Clippers and the Miami Heat beating the Celtics. Though both those teams that were favored to win, um, and you know, you know Joe better than most in the NBA. Normally, the person, the team favored over a seven game series is the team that wins. Yeah. So it was nice to see that uh, Miami Heat were underdogs, and so were the Nuggets in those uh, series. And they both came back and won. So that was a feel good moment for me. Plus, I won a lot of money with the Denver Nuggets beating the Clippers. <laughs> a lot of money. He has a whole podcast studio now, folks, off yeah. of those bets. I don't know. The Denver I don't Denver. know if you guys check it out. Yeah. Whole, whole studio. Situation. Whole situation. All thanks to Denver <laughs> and, and his floorness, the uh, Joker. All right. Um, next up, favorite champion or champions? All right. This one I got a little creative with. Um, Let's see. Let me hear it. So John Moxley, the former AEW world champion, is uh, my favorite champion of 2020. I like his attitude. I like what he brings to the table. He is no longer the champion, but he will forever be my champion for the AEW. I got a couple more. Go ahead. You're next, Joe. My champion is going to be the Seattle Storm, uh, led by Brianna Stewart and I Sue knew. Bird. The WBA, WNBA, I felt like, were, did one of the best, uh, one of the best rollouts of the whole bubble situation, getting their season in pretty much from start to finish. And uh, the Seattle Storm capping off that championship was pretty spectacular. Go ahead. All right, I'm going to do. Um Real one now. Uh, the, <laughs> the AFC South champions. I'm betting on the Tennessee Titans to take care of business, and I am futures. The, this is a futures. This is a futures favorite champion. The AFC South champion, Tennessee Titans. 
Um, I hope that they can make some more noise in the playoffs. They are my favorite because I love, as much as I talk about not paying running backs, I love their mm. style of domination with Derrick Henry. Say his name. Even though King Henry was kind of bottled up uh, by the Green Bay Packers this past <laughs> week, I think he's going to make a lot of noise in the playoffs. I love what they're doing uh, with that physicality. Um, so the Tennessee Titans, which I'm predicting will be the AFC South champions, are my favorite 2020 champions. My other notable champions are the Los Angeles Lakers in this year that was marred by the death of one of my favorite players um, who played for that team, Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bean. Uh, The Lakers were able to get it done uh, in a very more than competitive that I foreseen uh, with the Miami Heat team that was scrappy. Uh, The Lakers were able to get it done. Do you have another one or no? Yeah, I've got uh, one more. One more. I have one more as well. Oh, do you? Okay. So yeah, yeah um, the uh, I know I was kind of joking with the AEW thing, but I did want to no, shout it's not out. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> I did want to shout out the TNT champion, uh, Mr. Brody Lee, who just passed away tragically. Um, Jonathan uh, Huber uh, was in the WWE, I believe, for a little while, and then uh, went over to AEW. Passed away from a uh, non-COVID related lung issue this past <laughs> week. He was just crowned the TNT champion. Uh, beating uh, Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare, a few weeks ago. We haven't seen him in a few weeks. Nobody kind of knew what was going on, and then he passed away suddenly a few days ago. So, shouts out to him. Forever going to be a champion, in my mind. Um, and the last one I was going to say was the Los Angeles Dodgers, because we got Ty Ty on the show. I probably should have gone last with that. <laughs> yeah, you probably should have gone last. Ah, <laughs> uh, did not even think about it. All right, moving on. Favorite athlete of the year. I've got quite a list. I've got a couple. So I'll you just have you a couple. I just got a couple. Well, let me just knock out. I'll do mine in tiers. So I've got a uh, favorite athlete when it comes to the NBA because the NBA season was pretty awesome. Uh, number one, Jimmy Buckets. I got Luka Doncic. Those are my two favorite NBA players from this last mm-hmm. year. I'll fill my NBA right here. Uh, Jamal Murray, the I knew you were going to pick him. Point guard of my Denver Nuggets. Uh, he had a, had a couple incredible games, a 50-point-plus game. Uh, he played so well, everybody forgot about the sex tape he had accidentally put up. <laughs> well, the other cool thing, too, is that everyone was like, oh, yeah, Jamal Murray will have this game every once in a while. But then he had it like... Every other boom, night, boom, boom. Yeah, because everyone's like, oh, he'll do it once or twice, but he won't continue to do it. So that was awesome to see yeah. him do that. Yeah, you go ahead. Um, next one is going to be uh, football. Um, so I've got Trevor Lawrence, obviously, for the NCAA, only <laughs> because he will be a Jacksonville Jaguar next year. And my man, James Robinson, who is the starting running back undrafted free agent for the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, broke a bunch of undrafted free agent rookie records. And of course, my man, Juwan Taylor, just because him and his family come in and sit with me in my restaurant. So shouts yeah, out. We never got that story, by the way, because you didn't yeah. show up Friday. But um, for football, I'm going to go with uh, Stefan Diggs. He got out of Minnesota, got to Buffalo. He's making Josh Allen look like a legend in the making. And um, he's pretty goddamn spectacular. Also, shout out to Devontae Adams, who, Jesus Christ, what a year that guy <laughs> is middle of the snow. Man. All right. And this one I put on here kind of last minute, but I wanted to know what your favorite meltdown was of the year. Oh, by- oh I wasn't done with that. I oh, I'm you had sorry. Go ahead. Oh, last but not least, this was my number one. This is the only one I wrote down. Uh, Naomi Osaka. Okay. Uh, she won the U.S. Open, and she also made a uh, very public statement as far as uh, 
the uh, social justice initiative was at that time. Um, she is Japanese and Haitian, Sapase. Um, and she made Bumble a lot clap. of people proud. Um, me literally during when the championship was happening, I was texting with my brothers. We all had stopped what we were doing. We were all watching. Um, because when there is a good female tennis player playing in the final, the world kind of stops and watches. So she's going to be that next Serena. So yeah, shout out to her. That was my favorite athlete of the year. Beautiful. All right. Now, the biggest award. The biggest. The Meltdown Award. Like I said, I threw this in there last minute. Wanted to see what you came up with, uh, Joe. What do you got? All right. I saw this last second. The Meltdown Award for me is going to go to, I alluded to it earlier, Kevin Cash. Kevin Cash, manager of the Tampa Bay Rays, goes and pulls out Blake Snell after five years. Oh, yeah. Dealing, dealing, and the Dodgers—you can see the smiles and the relief come across the Dodgers' face in the game six. And from there on, it's just been downhill. They just traded Blake Snell to the Padres. Um, yeah, brain fart. I don't know if it was a call from up high or down low or whatever. But they hadn't let Snell go past. <laughs> they hadn't let Snell go past the fifth all year, and I believe they pulled him out with like four and two or four and one. It was it was insanely stupid of a mistake. That was to me the biggest meltdown of a player or a coach. Um, my favorite or least favorite, however you want to word this, was biggest? Uh, yeah, biggest was Dabo Sweeney. Um, calling out other ACC opponents saying that they weren't canceling games because of COVID or postponing them. They were doing it because they were scared. Um, as someone who is now has COVID um, and is suffering with this, I can tell you I go to the gym six days a week and this is still not something to fuck with, even if you are in good shape. So for him to say that was kind of like a thing to me where I was kind of like, man, like I know you're winning a lot of games and your quarterback's going to be my quarterback, but fuck you <laughs> um for the player's side i'm gonna do a trio of just thinking of this on the fly trio of james harden Kyrie Irving, and dwayne haskins all you guys i second that that's I'll, I'll take that trio too all y'all motherfuckers need to chill out like settle down fellas settle down yeah but yeah there we go boom no walk off this week because that we did the awards that was yes. fun that was awesome. Oh, Greg, do you have any awards you want to throw in there? Anybody you want to throw in on your awards? Any nominees? I was, uh, man. I'd Dwayne say, Haskins, James Harden, and Kyrie. Jerry Judy for Meltdown with all those drops yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, mean, yeah he had Judy another drop game. How to play the position. Does it know how hands work and what to, where to put They're them? They're going to have to move him to DB. <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable, dude. Maybe running back. <laughs> But no, I don't have any uh, great players or comebacks or virtual events. Although I did love the, the NFL draft. That was yeah, probably that was the best good. one yeah. of all of them. And the, one of the comebacks first, one was hard because I knew there was a bunch of them, but I couldn't, like I said, I was just kind of like, I can't, I can't like think of any off the top of my head. Yeah. That, that baseball one, that one, that one was good. Yeah, I don't know how you feel about that um, one. that, uh, oh, man, I forgot one. How did I not do uh, the Miami Marlins coming back from COVID and making it to the playoffs? Oh, yeah, making it to All the playoffs. All you motherfuckers said we couldn't do it. 
But uh, also shout out to uh, for champion. Shout out to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Oh getting yeah, it done for the hometown. For we the are home the Thunder. State. They are the Lightning. Beautiful. Also, the NBA yeah. and NHL for their bubble and be able to, being yeah. able to finish the season. <laughs> that could have been a comeback, coming back from stopping their seasons. Full yeah, that's start. true. I didn't even think about that. That's yeah. like a, I didn't that's a big that. comeback. I didn't get creative enough until that's Greg just said that. That's totally meta. That's super meta. Virtual events could have been like the crowds at the NBA games, but that was weird. That's why I thought thing. you were going to go with it. Yeah, I, was, I really didn't like that. It was kind of odd. Yeah, that was super I weird. didn't watch the NBA draft because it was like on a Wednesday. Was yeah, weird. that was a bizarre thing. It was like a Wednesday yeah. at 7 o'clock. I know. Even though like the first round of the NFL was like on a Tuesday at 7 o'clock. But, I mean, a Thursday at 7 it's o'clock. It's Thursday, but. yeah. It's always Thursday, yeah. then Friday, then Saturday. They have the rest of them. became recently. Well, they, yeah, yeah, within the last five years. Friday, one, two, three, and then yeah. Saturday. What do you do? You like the new format better? I, I don't. Uh, no, because you get the first round, and then it's like, all right, see you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that's what I don't like about it. Because I like, I like the draft itself. I like sitting there for like eight hours. Yeah, I love Saturday. I just open my laptop like, oh, and I have both screens going, and I just kind of like track all the. Anyway, this is getting. Really I was like, do you do? No, we can go because we're we're really short this week. Um, because we don't got walk off, so people are gonna love this part. Um, just, just believe me. Do you do what I do and just pull up, uh, who from your college is getting drafted? Yeah. I just, oh, yeah. just want to know who from you got drafted. Yeah. Yeah. I do that all the time. And then the other thing that I did, um, so full disclosure, when I, uh, was still in school, I, and I stopped playing football, I thought I was going to be, he a, took money. I thought I was going to be a sports agent. Um, cause I was going to go, I was practicing or I was, you know, pre-law and I was going to go to law school and I thought I'd be a sports agent. So my uncle, the one who helped me get recruited that I talk about in some of my walk-offs, he mm-hmm. thought it'd be a good idea for me to do like a breakdown of all the players from FAU I thought would get drafted. So I've got like full breakdowns of guys that I played with, like, no, of really? like draft stock, pro day stats, like the whole deal. So like, I used to get really into the draft. Wow. And then over time, you know, you're just kind of like, these guys are all fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I used to I used to do every year like uh, I'd go through every body's schedule. Once schedules got released, I'd go through every schedule and try to figure out everybody's record. And I was like really close a lot of the time. Really? You should you can like make money off that. insanely close a lot of the time. But yeah. Yeah, I am. Um, I'm a big fan of the, the draft. And I like I said, I like the way they used to do it because. Like, I understand they're doing it as a TV show now, but it's, yeah. it just sucks because it's like the first round's over and it's like, yeah, but there's like four guys I thought would go in the first round that I want to see where they're going to go yeah, in the second like, round. What like, happens now? Yeah. Are they going to drop far enough for us to get them? Like, I like, I don't know. I don't like the one round thing. I mean, it makes sense because it takes forever. Yeah, but... it does. They really need to pick up the pace on that. Yeah. All right, Greg, press conference. Press conference time. And we'll bring you the press conference in its entirety. All right, time for the press conference where you can find all of us on all of our different social media platforms, different shows, things like that. Joe, take it away. Uh, You can follow me at Joe Dorville. On Twitter and Instagram, you can follow this show at Cheering Press on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can check out my album. You were right, Brent. I didn't say the album name last week. Uh, TV by Headphone Joe. No O, no E in the phone. Uh, Brennan, take it away. Um, 
Brennan T Comedy on all social media, uh, com to check out my upcoming dates. I'm obviously out of commission for a little while, but I will be back on the road in the middle of January. Moving forward, uh, check out my other podcast. Uh, Brennan Tassif is your ex-drinking buddy. We've got an awesome intro done by none other than Headphone Joe, no O, no E in the phone. Um, this week, I'm new episode drops on Wednesday. Uh, this week, I will have Matthew Anderson. He's a local record shop owner here in Jacksonville, also plays in a band. Um, we get into some drinking stories. He actually gets pretty wasted on the actual uh, podcast. So that was a lot of fun. And we just talked a lot of shit about working in the service industry and stuff like that. So check it out. Brennan Tassif is your ex-drinking buddy. BrennanTComedy.com. El Greg. Yeah, I really want to encourage you. I know if you're listening to the audio of this, come by on Monday nights and join us when we record live on Twitch. It's twitch.tv slash Pod, And uh, we're recording our... Um, uh, a new low podcast on Wednesday nights and we have our special year in uh, episode coming up this Wednesday. So come by and join us for that. Twitch.tv slash a new low pod. All right. Little errors and omissions here. Uh, I was wrong. Thank you, Marcus. Even though I'm mad that you pointed this out. Wiggins wasn't drafted by Minnesota. He was traded to Minnesota after being drafted by the Cavs. Um, what was it? Funkatong said the Raptors were terrible. Oh, we never two. said that he was drafted by. I said the team that drafted him didn't. Oh, um, okay, yeah, I messed up there. Um, and shout out to Ring. Ring said Zlatan is his favorite athlete of the year for him. Zlatan, who's no longer in America, I believe he's in. He's either back in Sweden or in Italy. I don't remember. I, I lost track. But yeah, beautiful. Anything take us else, out, Brandon? Nope. Take us out of here. All right. Oh, and Karen said go Bolts. So. <laughs> that is why we play the game. Hello. Hello. You shout out, Mr. Brody Lee. RIP, man. <laughs>